Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Let me show you how Sorte do. They ask about me. New York City to the south side. Shouts to my man in UK. Holla at me any given Sunday. SSP. Episode three. Oh my lord. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Sorte J. You're listening to Sorte South Podcast, episode three. It is August 6, 2021, and I'm in the building. Today, I got a couple questions for you guys. How do you like your wings? Boneless or on the bone? And if so, what's your favorite sauce? I'm going to give you guys five recommendations. I got a snowzers list for you guys. I put me to hell asleep. Thank God it did because I've been working hard the last couple of weeks and I need to get my rest. So I got this movie or two or three on the Snoresville's list. If you need to catch up on your sleep, definitely check them out. I'm also going to put about Jackie Chan on why he's the GOAT, share why I love the man and why he's my favorite childhood actor. And I'm going to give you five movies that he stars in that I just can't live without. Let's get it. I feel like it's been longer than four weeks since the last episode, episode two, Flicks, where I spoke about cheesy movies. Feels more like six weeks. I don't know if it's been six weeks, but if so, a lot has gone down since then. I went to Asheville for some good food, coffee mug, a postcard, some views, got them all. I'm blessed. Went on a whole bunch of dinner dates with my girl. I got called to Taurus while out because all I do is take pictures and she got a point. I take too many pictures. All the food, all the views, all the scenes, everything. I believe in holding memories. And now that I just downloaded the Amazon Photos app as my new backup, I got endless space. So I'm going to be taking a lot more pictures, sweetheart. Get used to it. But yeah, man, a lot has gone down. Mufasa's back, but this time he's going after Scar. He was just like, a lot of people were surprised that Mufasa survived. A lot of people thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. You know, since 93, 94, I thought he was dead. A lot of people thought Scar was dead. Scar survived. He got bit up a couple of times by them hyenas, patched up his wounds, went back to Pride Rock. And, and you know, there's rumors that Mufasa's coming back for revenge this time. And he has, he's coming with an army. Him and Eric Killmonger, they were having conversations about, you know, making their, their return to their respective kingdoms, taking the throne again. Because Michael B. Jordan, let me tell you something, yo, he's not happy. Eric Killmonger is not happy because he defeated the Black Panther for the throne. And he gets, he gets taken away from him. He don't feel right. Same thing with Mufasa. So now they're, they're tag teaming T'Challa and Scar. I don't know what's going to happen, but... A lot of scary stuff. So a lot has happened during that six weeks. I've been working a lot. My boss needs help on the weekends, so I've been working my weekends. And I'm tired, but thank God for the Snoresville's list, because I need to catch up on my rest. And I got a couple of movies on this list that put me to sleep and allowed me to rest off. I also got five recommendations. Uh, I'm also going to be talking to you today about Jackie freaking Chan. This man is a legend in Hollywood. He's been around forever. He's pretty young. For somebody to be around doing a lot of uh, movies full time, he's, he's pretty young. So this guy was my favorite childhood actor growing up. I love his movies. He was always entertaining. He does his own stunt. So I got nothing but respect for Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan is a household name. But before we get started on the Snoresville's list, my five recommendations and a fun conversation about Jackie Chan. 
I'm really considering not calling these questions the film buff questions only for the simple fact that sometimes they have nothing to do with film TV or movies and in this case we're talking about food are you a boneless wing fan or an on the bone wing fan everybody's got a favorite sauce and in this case no more late fees for more blockbuster employees fellow podcaster that you guys need to check out and subscribe to they weren't shy these two wonderful ladies like on the bone covered in lemon pepper mad good lemon pepper is so underrated if you haven't tried it you need to get on that one of my day ones truth in every film a lot of day ones participated i love you guys truth in every film out of god he can go either way boneless wings are on the bone but he wants the hottest sauce on them for a cleaner evening he's gonna go with boneless watts you're scaring me i'm concerned for your mouth another day one of mine fellow chef brandon underscore ala he likes honey barbecue on the bone grilled then re-dipped in honey barbecue he, he, he wants honey barbecue on this sucker he's made this for me before and we both used to work at red robin back in the day and i gotta say yo these wings are delicious yo mad juicy them grill marks made it look nice mad good definitely grill your wings at least once in your life and try it another day one of mine x funky fresh x he likes on the bone with asian chili sauce baby mad good Maybe a little spicy. It reminds me of Asian Zing a little bit from Buffalo Island. Just a little bit hotter. Mad good. Can't go wrong with Asian chili. I love movies, motherfucker. This is my guy right here, and he knows what's up. He likes boneless wings as well, and he wants barbecue sauce on them. Now, you got me wanting to share mine. I like honey barbecue boneless wings, but they got to be from Applebee's. I think they have the best honey barbecue and barbecue flavors, and I think they have the best boneless wings. Regal Winchester, this is my homie right here. She likes boneless as well. Prefers chicken nuggets so she doesn't have to worry about chipping her teeth. But she likes Mexican sauce. I'm not really sure if it's Mexi Ranch. If it's not, I need to get up on that. But I'm hoping for a little bit of spice out of this Mexi sauce. So I'm going to be keeping my eyes open for it. My guy, Blu-ray Sim, the man behind the reason why I have a letterbox is my boy right here. Yo, this kid is 16 years old and he's he might be the GOAT. But he likes on the bone as well. Doesn't matter what sauce, no flavor. When he eats his chicken, there's got to be no bone left. This kid is a savage. I can, I can see him sucking the bone marrow out of it. My homie Colorado Queen, she likes on the bone, but only likes the flats, not really the drumsticks. She likes mustard-based sauces. Now, what I think about instantly when you said mustard-based sauces is honey mustard. Delicious. That's your question of the week, your question of the month, it's Pierce. I had a couple of more questions that I asked you guys and you guys did participate, but I didn't even save the answers because I've been so busy working, but it's all good. I appreciate you guys for participating. I just want to give a couple of shout outs before we move on to the Jackie Chan conversation. These three, I call these three part of the new class. Lids 81, Caitlin underscore 1981, makeup underscore N underscore metal. It's been a pleasure meeting you three. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys. I love you guys so much. You guys are so fun to tag and play games with on, on Instagram. I'm looking forward to our relationship. Thank you so much, guys, for following, liking pictures, and showing love, and especially listening to the podcast. Shouts to Lids, Caitlin, and Makeup and Metal. Jackie Chan is a household name. Would you agree? That's a brand name, baby. First of all, that brand name that you don't touch, you don't touch Jackie Chan. He was born Chan Kong Sang. 
to a Charles and Lily Chan. I was blown away by that. By the way, I love her name, Lily. I was getting ready to say Lilu. That's why I said it's so weird. And I think of the fifth element. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm close to that. But he was born Chen Kong Sang to a Charles and Lily Chan, April 7, 1954. This man is 67 years old. And I feel like he's done way too much. He's been around for way too long to be 67 years old. Like his whole life, I think, was spent behind the camera. You know what I mean? We know who he's worked with. You know, he was a stuntman. He's been a director. He's a kung fu master. He's a movie star, international star. We know he's worked with legends like Samo Hong, Bruce Lee, Donnie Yen, Michelle Yeoh, Chris Tucker, Owen Wilson, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, it's just, it's endless with this guy. This guy is the Michael Jordan of, of action comedies. I'm going to say action comedies because we, we, he's a man. But did you know he was a singer? You know, I speculated it for a little while. You know, at the end of his movies, he does his bloopers, the credits. And who am I at the end of this movie? You know, I'm just, I, I was speculating. I'm like, is that Jackie Chan singing? Is he in the booth right now with some bars? Uh, apparently, he's put out bangers. <laughs> Jackie Nice, well, you got bars. You know, I got to check it out. But we can add that to his resume. So, how did he get to become the man that he is today? The man got hands. Sheesh. He was working with Bruce Lee, taking notes. But he started out in small roles since the 60s. You know what I'm saying? That's when he was a full-time stuntman. He was an extra, you know, getting beat up, throwing through stuff. That's his thing. That's how he got noticed. The man's choreography skills. Um, he did that. Had ch small child roles. And then by the mid-70s and 80s, that that's when he starts getting some lead roles, some starting gigs in Hand of Death and uh, New Fist of Fury. You know what I'm saying? Certain movies didn't do too well because they were trying to model Jackie Chan. And I always knew this, too. I always knew they were trying to model Jackie Chan after Bruce Lee. It didn't work because he's not Bruce Lee. He's Jackie Chan. He's good at being Jackie Chan, doing stunts, being funny and just killing it with the martial arts. But he gets his first breakthrough movie, his role in Snake in the Eagle's Eye, 1978, directed by Wing Wu Ping Yan or Yen. I can't say his name for stuff. I have to write this some of this stuff down so I, I don't butcher their names. But I can't even read my own handwriting. Anyways, so he gets his first breakout role in that movie. And that's when people are like, hey, I got to take this guy a little serious. You know, that same year, Drunken Master comes out. You know, then he starts directing movies by the time the 80s come around and people know him. This is in Hong Kong. Yeah, he didn't go. He didn't make Rush Hour yet. This is well, he started directing in the 80s. Young Master. That's 1980. He was the director for that. Dragon Lord in 82. You know, Project A in 83. Police Story in 85. That's it. Then these movies, he's doing dangerous stunts. His own dangerous stunts. And people are just like, oh, my gosh, people are scared watching these movies. They're going to the screenings and they're trying to like rate these movies. <laughs> and yo, they're like, the, well, these stunts can't be real. And Jackie's sitting in there smiling. Yes, they are. They mine. And people are like, yeah, this is a crazy guy, but he knows how to make a movie. This guy, I want him on. I want him involved in my movie. And he's directing. Jackie Chan put in a lot of work, guys, for the 80s. This is already like 20 years he's been in the business. He stayed consistent. You know, he's doing dangerous stunts. And he starts winning awards at the Hong Kong Award, Film Awards, over and over again. You know, directing, writing. And when they, if people love him already, 
But when he starts breaking Bruce Lee's records and like the box office, break, do, having movies better than him and all that stuff, that's when Hong Kong really starts loving Bruce. Ah, uh, Bruce Lee. That's when people really start loving Jackie Chan in Hong Kong. And it's like, yo, he's the man. He represents us. So that's the 80s come the 90s now. That's when he starts making sequels of all of his successful movies from the 80s. You know, uh, Project A2 came out. Um, Legend of the Drunken Master. Uh, Super Cop, which is police story like three, I think. I think Michelle Yeoh was in that one. I love her; she was gorgeous in that one. Um, Operation Condor. I don't know if I said that one. You know, he starts making sequels to like Armor of God two. Um, so, and that's exactly what um, Operation Condor is. But, anyways, so he starts making um, sequels, and he's still winning awards for like the, the best stunts. And did you know that he was actually offered the role for Simon Phoenix, Demolition Man? Sylvester Stallone, Sandra Bullock. Can you imagine that? But he didn't want to be the villain. I don't know. I'm sharing a fun fact. That's that's fun fact number two. Or do I know? Chen Kong Sang was offered the role of Simon Phoenix, but it, obviously he turned it down. And Wesley Snipes, he ended up killing it. But um, he made his Hollywood debut with a worldwide release of Rumble in the Bronx in 96. Um, that movie was the first Jackie Chan movie that I, I saw. I saw it in the movie theater. It was in New York days, of course. And that movie there, I was just like, wow, this guy, he's moving quick. He's doing these push-ups, handstanding, hand walking. This guy's amazing. Big ass nose, but this guy's this guy's amazing. He could fight. And his stunts in that movie. I was just blown away as a child watching that movie. So with my parents and my brother, for my New York people. What is it called? Comac movie theater. That's what we saw it. Boy, you know we played Marvel Capcom. But that was the first movie that I saw with him in it. And that was his that was his first like Hollywood debut, I guess you can say. But he really took off once Rush Hour in 98 came out when he starred alongside Chris Tucker. Damn, man, that movie right there, in my opinion, I think that is what made him the international star that he is today. Started with that movie because the chemistry that him and Chris Tucker had is, is magical. Classic. I love them together. Lee and Carter more than Mike Larry and Marcus Bennett. I'm, I'm, I'm not dissing bad boys. I love bad boys. I didn't like the third one, but I didn't like the third brush hour either. But I like the chemistry between Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan very much. It just worked. I don't, I don't even know how that came up. I, I was doing my homework. I was doing my research on Jackie. And I'm like, you know, Rush Hour was technically his biggest, his first blockbuster. It might be his biggest movie. I don't know. Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights were great, too. Him and Owen Wilson. He just works well with people, too. Jackie Chan is definitely uh, a people person. I mentioned Hansan 631 before. The guy that put me on and told me that Jackie Chan was a singer. He goes, he, he loves books. He goes to book signings and he's met some awesome people, some people that were douchebags, some people that would, you know, said to be douchebags were really nice, like George Bush, you know, but he met Jackie Chan. He's like, yo, Jackie Chan kind of, you know, want to be like, you know, you're a movie star, you know what I'm saying? But he's humble and loves talking to people and, and is very, very humble. He's a philanthropist. So that makes me love Jackie Chan even more. Not only is this guy amazing to watch on TV and in his movies, but he, he's a kind-hearted man. And, he, you know, there's mad love there from Jackie Chan. So, but yeah, you know, he's he's been behind the camera. You know, he's been a star. He's worked hard, hurt himself, but stayed dedicated. There's two people in this world. Before I wrap it up and give you four movies that I just really, really like. Uh, there's two people in this world that I'm going to say you just have no choice but to love. Mick Foley, WWE superstar, 
and Jackie Chan because they put their bodies on the line for us to really enjoy their performances and they work extremely hard. So I just wanted to recognize um, Mick Foley as well, which is a little quick little second, but I wanted to kind of just recognize Jackie Chan, man. I really wanted to be like the guy when I was a kid. I wanted to be acrobatic like him, work out. I even got into Kung Fu for a little bit because of Jackie Chan. It didn't last long. I think it got up to like a yellow belt. My brother went all the way up to like a purple my brother's over here been delivering spin kicks and shit. I'm over here walking in white socks and staying as a yellow belt, peeing all over the place. But um, Jackie Chan really impacted my life. My my action figures. I used to reenact certain scenes from his movies. I used to go on the playground at elementary school and like flip over things, climb things, try to you know be as acrobatic as I can be because I always watch Jackie Chan's movies. Um, and a few movies that I just like, I mentioned, I mentioned Who Am I? That's one of my favorite movies And Jackie Chan. He's a soldier, Hong Kong soldier, and his, him and his team, they're involved in a plane crash. Jackie Chan survives, you know, and he tries to piece together his memory. He can't really remember. And so he develops the name, Who Am I? <laughs> and so everyone knows him as that. And then he comes across corruption and people are trying to kill him and trying to propose as his friend. Uh, it's a black and white movie, but you know what? It is fire. You need to check it out, man. Jackie Chan is so ill at what he does. Uh, nonstop action, by the way. Uh, I mentioned Super Cop, Super Cop Police Story 3. I love Michelle Yeoh. I love the chemistry that they had. Jackie Chan works with good. He works good with anybody. All right? He works good with anybody. I don't care. I don't care what you, what you say. You know, Super Cop is great. You know, he's, a, he's undercover in that movie with Michelle Yeoh. And he's trying to capture the bad guy. That's all. Simple. Just, just, it just works. Um, who am I? Uh, Rumble in the Bronx, I talked about. You know, he's more of a hired muscle in Rumble in the Bronx. But you know, he does his own scenes. <laughs> he gets hurt a lot. But he's a man. He does his thing. Some honorable mentions, you know, I talked about Drunken Master. But the legend of Drunken Master is really the one I enjoy a lot. That one is too funny. Um, Operation Condor. I think I mentioned that before, too, or movies that he did that with sequels. That's one of my favorites with Jackie Chan because he literally taps Jaws in this movie. And, oh, my goodness, he cracks me up. Definitely check out Operation Condor. I used to watch that all the time. I remember going to Hollywood Video. Actually, I remember going to Blockbuster and renting that movie and actually illegally recording it because I'm a piece of garbage. But um, Rush Hour 1 and 2... <laughs> You got to put Rush Hour 1 and 2 in that list to check out, you know, check out any one of his movies. I think on IMDb, he has nothing less than a seven. And that's a lot of movies since like 1976, 1978. You know what I mean? When Chainsaw Massacre was coming out, Jackie Chan was, he was already, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I love Jackie Chan. That's my guy. That's my tribute. Um, a couple of movies that I recommend. Have you all seen The Fear Streets? What? The Fear Street Part 1, 1994, Part 2, 1978, and you got Part 3, 1668. Uh, these movies have old school nostalgia, especially 94. I think you guys would love them, horror fans. These movies are for you. If you haven't checked it out, you need to. If you like witchcraft and slashers, they're all three of them are on Netflix and just came out. Another one that I liked that I didn't really, I wasn't really sure of. I was forced to watch, actually, I chose to watch the trailer of Major Grom, Plague Doctor. Uh, this is a Russian movie. Um, it's dubbed, but it's really good. It has a very interesting event and a very 
and a more interesting turn of events. Um, it's a mystery. People are trying to figure out who's this mass vigilante killing criminals. Uh, a crazy detective takes it upon himself to find out who is under the mask. And this guy could fight. I'm talking, his name is Major Grom. Yo, he is tapping everyone to join this movie. And it leads to an awesome showdown. Surprises, that's also on Netflix. You need to check those four movies out. Uh, if you're trying to go to sleep, if you work too hard at your job, if you come home after that job and you still got to do like yard work and you're trying to get some rest, check out Lethal Law. That's on Netflix. That came out this year as well. This movie will put you to sleep, but you know, on Letterboxd, I gave it a two stars. If I'm doing it out of 10, and I'm trying not to switch my rating system, but if I could do it out of 10, I give it a four, but I really enjoyed this movie being a four. Now, it, it, the story is, is, is decent, but it didn't come to life like it should have. Uh, the acting isn't there. I, I mean, I thought the acting was decent. I thought it was, you know, depending on like what tier you want to put this movie in. Um, but I found this movie hilarious because our antagonist is this little playboy he feeling himself you know what i'm saying baby mike tyson and the games that he's playing on this on his two victims a mother and a daughter um they're so blind to what's going on and like our antagonist is a walking red flag and they don't see it the audience the only people that see it and i just find it hilarious that they they just fall for it and Oh gosh, it cracks me up, but it does get pretty brutal, you know. When this guy's like, I'm gonna kill you, bitch, he really be he goes hard. So, uh, horror fans, you might enjoy it, you know, but it's some cheesy drama, some some decent suspense, and just a, an, an ending. We don't know what happened, you know. I hope I didn't ruin it, but we don't know what happened. But it, it keeps your attention, it's entertaining for, but it's gonna put you to sleep. Horror fans, you're gonna hate me though for this one because I thought Jose Romero's Dawn of the Dead, the old school original, was garbage. Walkers don't do it for me. I don't know if I saw the movie too late in life, all right, but I rewatched it and I'm just like, yeah, nah, I can't do this. I cut it the hell off. Walkers don't do it for me. Not one time was I afraid for the survivors. And if that doesn't, and, and if that happens when I'm not afraid for the characters, movie's trash. I went to sleep. I got eight hours. Thank you, Storesville's list. Guys, don't forget to check me out on Instagram, Facebook at Sauté South Podcast. I'm always watching something. I've been streaming a lot lately. I've been going back to my DVDs because I still have a stack for my FYE and Amazon runs that I need to get through. So I'm always watching something. Let me know if there's something that you want me to watch, review. Let me know if you got any recommendations for me. Suggest me some movies, guys. Definitely participate in the film buff questions of the day. Guys, I will see you September 3rd for episode 4. I ain't going to tell you what I'm going to be talking about, but I am going to have a little surprise for you guys. Maybe Bangers is coming back. I don't know, but definitely subscribe, guys, and listen to me anywhere you find your podcast. I'm Sorte J. This is Sorte South Podcast. Peace.